What's up, Alex? What's up, Alex? brother? You are uh, uh, an organizer here in uh, Little Village. Why don't you like introduce yourself? You could probably tell us uh, a little bit better about the different programs you work with and the different uh, organizations. All right, cool. So, um, yeah, my name is uh, Alex Velasquez. I uh, grew up here in uh, Little Village um, off of uh, 23rd and Drake. Um, stay, uh, stay in the neighborhood. I work uh, at Enlace Chicago. Um, I'm an organizer, and what that basically means is, um, actually kind of means a lot of things. You know, um, the organization is involved in, like, different campaigns that, you know, we have to bring people out to sometimes, um, and, uh, and just sort of, like, organizing projects, you know, trying to pull in, um, you know, as many people, um, into the organization, right, that have good ideas and want to, like, make things happen. Um, I guess my job is to, like, just kind of pull them in and give them resources and, and, and just you know, work with them and, and make something positive come out of that energy. So That's cool, man. Uh, so as as a resident of the community, uh, was there ever like a moment that influenced you into maybe wanting to be uh, an organizer? Was there, you know, maybe like a, a mentor that you had or an event that you attended that you thought, man, like, this is cool. I, I want to promote this idea in my neighborhood. Yeah, um, man, that's, that's crazy, bro. Um, actually, there really wasn't. Um, I think uh, if I look back, maybe I was involved a little bit in the sense that maybe somebody pulled me to some event one time, but that communication was never consistent, you know, and I don't know if it just wasn't in somebody's job description to do that, but, you know, I always considered myself as like one of those youth that, you know, got lost or something in the shuffle or something like that. But um, yeah, I wasn't really into too much, man. Um, I started working... Uh, started organizing when I was like 22 um, and just sort of heard about a job uh, didn't think it was gonna be this intense and then three years later I'm still here you know that's great man um, and uh, when you started off with the program uh, was there like was that a availability for made like really accessible for everybody or was that something that you like heard about you know by just a friend or mm. by just you know uh, I heard about that through someone. Uh, somebody told me that they were looking to hire someone for that position. Um, I had, I think I had done like canvassing or just sort of like really like just kind of general, uh, just sort of spreading the word about campaigns or something like that, um, door knocking. And, and so I don't know, I guess my, my name came up and I got called up and you know, that was it. But yeah, yeah. That's cool. And, uh were you like, uh, in, were you working with a lot of the, the people that you grew up with? Was it just like a... Yeah, so that's that's kind of a cool thing too. Um, you know, just uh, uh, working and living in the neighborhood. Um, some of my brothers that, uh, you know, I, I grew up with, um, I'm seeing them now, right? Um, they're the same age, they're, they're involved, they're working sort of in the same field. And it's a beautiful thing, man, to see people, you know, doing their thing. Um, so in that sense, uh, yeah, in that sense, it's pretty cool. and. And, and yeah, just recognizing faces, um, it's cool, man, it's a cool thing. Was there a particular issue that, like, um, that you kind of, like, attached yourself to right away that when you became an organizer? Was there, like, do you have that flexibility to say, this is what I want to work on, yeah. this is what the events that I kind of want to promote or the idea that I want to work on to fix within the community? Yeah, uh, right off the bat, um, my, I guess, flexibility uh, was like it just wasn't there it was pretty rigid focusing on like one thing and stuff but one of the things that I've I guess become passionate about and stuff and really have seen a need for is uh, just this idea of like 
I mean, people taking responsibility over the cleanliness of the neighborhood. And it sounds like a little bit silly and stuff, but uh, but I mean, it it's something that requires no money, right? Like no grant. You don't have to sit there and and think about where the money's gonna come from. You just you know pick up the the elote that you just that you dropped, you know, in front of your mom's house. You just pick that shit up and throw it in the garbage. You know what I mean? So like. Even with something as simple as that, you know, um, if nobody's out there promoting that idea, right, I'm trying to get people together, um, you know, it's 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 a very easy conclusion to come to that people sort of don't come to for some reason. Um, so, right, I don't right. know. And uh, just to be clear, uh, MLAS is a program that's set in a predominantly Hispanic community, right? Uh, right, right. So I guess, like, just some background on the neighborhood, too. So Little Village is around uh, 80,000 80, people, um, like depending on who you ask, like 80 to 100,000 people. Um, it's the youngest community in the city of Chicago uh, in terms of it having the highest concentration of 18 to 25-year-olds in the city. Um, it's, all, it's all Latino, really, for the most part. Um, And it's, it's a cool place. Uh, when I was growing up, I didn't think it was so cool. You know, I didn't really see a lot of opportunities to uh, express myself or to, um, you know, uh, express some of this energy that I had. But, you know, now as, as I get older, you know, I, I don't know. I think the neighborhood is, is coming around. I think there's a lot more communication uh, between people. I think... Um, I think technology has really blessed us with with a medium to be able to communicate. I mean, if something happens, you know, at any point somebody posted on on the Little Village Facebook and, you know, you have a hundred comments, you know, in a matter of hours, you know, and, and so I don't think there has ever been that level of communication in this neighborhood. And I think that's a beautiful thing, man. I think we're on the verge of, of, a, of some kind of a cultural revolution or something, man, because... Because you can't have that much communication and not have stuff popping off, you know? Definitely. I mean, and that's something that you see throughout the world, you know, even in the Middle East with, uh, you know, the Egypt, this, the situations happening in Egypt and Syria and all this. And, like, back when we had those protests, you know, when all those protests were going on and you had all the Occupy things, mm -hmm. you see how just the social media and technology allows people to just be a lot more organized. You know, there's yeah. that whole power of creating masses with just a single fucking tweet or message on Facebook, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And um, even with Occupy, though, I was actually, I was involved in the Occupy stuff as well. Um, but by then, I already had a little bit of an organizing background. I think I'd been with just organizing for about a year or so. And I don't know, Occupy was, was actually something that always frustrated me because um, I feel like there was a lot of passion and there was a lot of people sort of willing to contribute their time, but there just wasn't enough structure. And... Um, You know, I would have rather have all those young people that were out there getting arrested for this sort of vague idea to just be like, hey, what's going on in my neighborhood? And I wonder what the struggle locally is and what is my local community organization working on this month? You know what I mean? Like, right. you know, I, and, and I don't think and maybe that option has never presented itself. You know, I meet a lot of people, man, that don't know about events. I mean, I think more and more people are, are finding out one way or another, but there's still a lot of people that just, hey, what? Like, you guys have been here? You guys are doing what? How come I never heard of you guys? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, so. I feel like people, like, focus too much on the macro, like, just the overall thing. But I feel like in order to start coming to those solutions, you got to start with the, with the small things, you know, the things in your own neighborhood. Because when, uh, you know, the people in your neighborhood are the people that are going to be, you know, the future's, future's generation that, that, you know, runs the world pretty much. 
And if you're able to focus those resources on creating people who don't come from messed up backgrounds or who don't just have uh, like bad perspectives in life, then you know maybe by next generation we'll have we'll have a little bit uh, of a, a bigger impact. You know, it's a yeah. You know, it's 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 the, you got to put in the work and the the thing, and you got to let it sit for some time. You know, it's all a gradual progress instead of just instantaneous. Yeah, brother, it's, and it's it's all love, man. It's it's just love. You know, if if you get love, then you you can give love, right? Like I heard this one thing one time, like uh, uh, hurt people, hurt people, and healed people, heal people. You know what I'm saying? Like so. Um, yeah, I mean, if we can. I kind of, yeah, I kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit. Uh, how is how is your personal life, or how is your like kind of perspective on life, your ideals? How are those tied into what you do? Like, you know, what what is your personal belief in life, or, or what maybe what it's maybe uh, you know uh, maybe religion or a practice that you kind of tie yourself to that you feel shapes the person that you are, and then therefore like affects your your uh, ideas and morals as a as an organizer cool man yeah that's a that's a that's a really interesting question um <clears throat> so i guess like in terms of a religion or something um i've been practicing buddhism for a few years now um i was introduced to it by my mentor uh michiko kobayashi um and she just kind of pulled me in and it just sort of made sense to me um i started meditating i started uh being uh conscious and trying to be conscious of, of my actions and my thoughts and everything and and it really just sort of put me on the on the right uh path and stuff um can, i think uh yeah can you explain a little bit like just the practice of buddhism because i feel like a lot of people have this vague idea of what it might be but you know they they uh they don't sometimes it can be seen as maybe a religion when it's really more of a practice mm -hmm. so if you can maybe just explain cool you know what your your idea of buddhism is cool man yeah so uh so First of all, there's like thousands of Buddhist sects out there um, that practice Buddhism, uh, you know, differently in terms of like, you know, the actual practice. But, but I mean, the fundamentals are there, right? Um, but the one that I follow is uh, Nichiren Buddhism. And uh, in Nichiren Buddhism, you're taught um, that I guess everything, like the laws of like cause and effect, right? Everything has, everything you do has a consequence. And um, what we do is we try to harmonize ourselves with, um, with, with sort of our environment and the people around us and our goals so that, you know, the effects that we see in our life, right? So, so that we're putting out good causes to have good effects in, in our lives. And, and yeah, so, so our, our meditating revolves around chanting the phrase nam myoho renge kyo and, um, and it's it's really it's something that I fall back on, man. I mean, it's like whenever everything goes to to shit, you know what I'm saying? Like it's something that I know it's always gonna be there and it's always gonna redirect me. It's like a compass, man. It's always gonna show me true north, um, and it's a beautiful thing. And actually, I think a lot of people in Little Village um, would would benefit from um, understanding like other practices, man. I mean, you know, I meet a lot of people that. You know, they sort of turn their back on spirituality or anything because of the bad experiences that they've had with, with Catholicism or Christianity, and and I think that's you know that's, that's a shame and it's a really big part of, of your life as a human being and and you should you know pay attention to it, um, but 
you know, I guess, like, I mean, to each, to each his own, but, yeah, and so, I guess, like, you know, following this practice and, and just trying to be conscious, um, you know, I sort of realized that you, you have to be grateful, man, like, for everything, everything that you have, and, and, you know, to, to the highest level, you know what I mean, like, grateful for the oxygen that you can breathe, for, you know, the sun, the fact that the sun comes up every morning, um, you know, and, and, and all that stuff puts you in a really good place, right? Like, so when you're grateful for things, I feel like that puts you in a in a really good place where you're appreciating your blessings and, and you can receive more. Definitely, man. That's that's awesome. Uh, and I think, you know, an, an issue with, uh, with, I think, or a negative thing that we have with our society now is that, you know, technology does do a lot for us, but with everything, there's drawbacks, you know, and I feel like one of the drawbacks to technology is that we're so used to getting everything so quickly and so instantaneously. And then, mm. um, you know, people become a little bit as less, less grateful for the things that they get. You know, it's mm. so much easier to just do something instantaneously. So it's hard to appreciate when like hard work is put into something because you're always want to just consume, you know, I feel mm. like our generation, which I'm a big fan of the movie fight club, Nice. And I feel because it preaches that message that we're kind of taught to be consumers, you know, we're taught to just take in, take in, take in, take in. Yeah. And uh, yeah. we definitely yeah. need more of a spread of, of this kind of message. Dude, I mean, it's, I, and you know, the crazy thing is like, so working as an organizer, sometimes like, well, a lot of the times my job is to facilitate like these programs or like, you know, um, uh, you know, where we, we take youth camping or we take, you know, we do like this cool thing or we take a trip here, here, there. And it's funny, though, because my job is to try to involve as many youth in, in these experiences. But for me, like, it's my first time having these experiences, too. You know what I mean? Like, so so it's a trip, man. Like, just recently, we took uh, a bunch of youth uh, up to uh, Minnesota to the uh, what they call the Boundary Waters. And it's um, basically it's like this system of of lakes Um and islands uh like freshwater lakes and like islands and like um and and so what we did was we were we were up there uh for about a week canoeing and it was like the most beautiful thing man like i mean i grew up in the city bro like i've never really been out of an urban environment like i've been out of chicago i've been lucky enough to travel also you know through this work you know to some pretty cool places but i had never really just been completely removed from like the urban life man and it was it's an eye-opener man i heard somewhere somebody said that like nature like just heals you you know what i mean and it's 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 pretty hard to explain man like when i was out there um our guy told us that um our goals were to basically complete the route that we had set out for ourselves which was like this 40 mile uh like stretch right and so what we would do is like wherever we had to cross a lake we would canoe and then whenever we would hit land we would have to basically put our canoes and, and all of our gear on our shoulders and then just trek it right and so you trek the length of you know the the whatever uh landmass right and then you know you hit a lake and then you canoe again and then you just right. do that and you just keep doing that but the thing is though uh so our goals was to finish the route and then also to um to not leave a single trace right that we were there and that's like the craziest concept though because living in like an urban society or even like as a um, organizer just in general right like your job is to leave the biggest impact you know or i feel like that's what, what we 
think that we have to do right and and out there like it wasn't man like out there like not leaving not having an impact not leaving a trace was like the best thing you could do definitely and uh and it was crazy man like uh you got i got into like such a a rhythm uh just with the world right like with the environment you know i knew that you know the sun uh was gonna do what what it did right it was gonna come up you know in the morning i knew that you know the water was gonna do what it did like it was gonna allow us to travel oh we also drank the water that we were traveling on definitely i knew that um that at night you know mosquitoes were gonna come out at a certain time you know so i had to be you know i had to be in my tent um and all those things i feel like really impacted me because i understood that i was living my life uh according to a ecosystem right based like like the environment is based on a science right And, and that's the ecosystem and it's something that makes sense it's something that like produced life right so when i came back out here to the city man i realized like man like out here you you're living your life um based on on other people's decisions right and people's decisions are based off of like their emotions sometimes right and and their emotions are fucked up because they grew up in the urban uh in this urban setting you know what i mean so like whereas out in nature you're trying you're trying to harmonize yourself with a system that makes sense when you come out here like you're doing your best to harmonize yourself with a system that is flipped upside down it doesn't make any sense at all you know so first thing i noticed when i came back to chicago was the smell dude and i don't know i mean it just it's not that it smelled you know particularly worse than what it usually does but i i could just tell man like this it it just smells like it it just smells like you know society's ills and stuff it's not natural man it's just not natural human beings were not meant to you know live such complicated lives there's so many made up human concepts that over ever that over complicate things you know yeah. that's why when you go out to nature it feels good because it's simple you know you, you eat your food yeah you drink your water and you just <laughs> yeah. enjoy yeah. enjoy living man and over exactly. here it's like just uh, uh just full of all the complexities of life man whether yeah. it's work whether it's school whether it's everything that's giving you you know a little headache yeah. because you have to worry about something you're always worried whether it's money whether it's Whatever situation your community is facing, or whatever negative, you know, thing that's going on, mm-hmm. is another stress that you have, man. And it's, it's, it's not a good thing for a person to grow up with constant stress their whole life because right. that just creates people who who are just kind of looking for an easy way out, an easy escape, and you know aren't able to fully enjoy their lives because they're always worried about what's going to happen next or what the future may hold for them. Yeah, man. man. And that's actually one of the things with Buddhism too, man. Like that. You know the big sort of uh, the big focus there is to to li- try to live in the moment. You know what I mean to try to live in the present moment, and it's really hard to do, right? So like, I mean, I've I've heard people call, um, you know, this, sort of this idea of like being an urban spiritualist or something, right? Like, so how are you able to stay true to who you are, right? To your human, to your Buddha nature, um, with with all these distractions, dude, and all these like stresses right like stress factors all around you man so it's a trip man if, if this thing like flipped my life upside down you know i can only imagine you know what i mean like these kids right they were like 14 15 you know having that experience so definitely yeah, and it's a trip i want to talk a little bit more of of just uh the different maybe issues that the the organization as right. a whole tackles cool so uh so again like we talked about the organization's based in a primarily latino hispanic community yeah so it's, it's gonna focus on organizing for the that specific 
uh, population, right? So yeah. like maybe what what are the some of the issues that, or just different types of methods that they organize for their community or provide resources? Sure, sure. So the organization is pretty big. Um, we have uh, we have our violence prevention department that um, works with uh, at-risk youth um, in the community. Um, they have, uh, that department has a ceasefire branch. Um, and what ceasefire does is that they do uh, outreach, right? Like again, to like at-risk youth. And they also uh, like interrupt uh, violence. Um, so they're doing some like pretty cool stuff, man. Those guys are like in the trenches, you know what I'm saying? Like talking to you know what I mean, like gang members and this and that, and just trying to, you know, stop them from doing anything that's gonna, you know, ruin their their lives and 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 the people that they come in contact with. Um, so that's that, and that's pretty cool. We have a lot of like uh, school mentors, you know what I mean, like psychologists, you know what I mean, on the team that are that are helping, you know, some of the youth deal with uh, the traumatic violence uh, that that they've uh, experienced. Um, and so, so that that's cool, man. They're doing a lot of good work. They do uh, shooting responses too. Whenever uh, somebody in the neighborhood gets shot, like they'll go and try to organize the block and you know uh, pass out information and resources and and do a prayer vigil and, and things of that nature. And I think it's really good, man, because people need to understand that it's not normal to be so violent. You know what I mean? Yeah, that I kind of want to talk a little bit more about that because yeah. I feel like we live in Chicago, which is known to be a city where there's lots of gangs, lots of gun violence. You know. And I feel like people who live in the city automatically just get a, like, think of the South Side. It just has a horrible reputation. You know, whenever anybody visits Chicago or on any online website, they're like, don't visit the South, don't side, don't visit the West Side, you know, because there's all this violence and it's rough neighborhoods or whatever. And, and then that kind of puts a bad image on the people that live in the communities, on just the overall population, because, mm -hmm. you know, people just hear that and they're like, they... Because who, honestly, if we look at it, who lives in these neighborhoods? Minorities, Hispanics, uh, African American, uh, you know, whatever uh, minorities, and yeah. people automatically start getting a bad idea, and it, it creates kind of just a negative perspective for anybody who's visiting the city or any person, uh, yeah. you know, who who knows about Chicago, that these people are bad and these neighborhoods are bad, um, and I feel like it's not as recognized that there's a lot of efforts to try to fix those communities, grassroots mm -hmm. efforts from within the community, from the people itself. You know, it's not something that as a community we're proud of, but it's something, it's an issue that we've faced for a while and it's embedded into the culture, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's something that doesn't change instantaneously. When the country was founded, you know, it was, there was those issues, you know? We, we were kind of the, the we were kind of, Hispanics are, are the newcomers, you know? We're mm -hmm. the ones, we're the latest, uh, you know, surge of immigrants. The most recent so we're still facing a lot of those initial you know uh issues that come from low-income neighborhoods you know yeah. um situations and that's why there's a lot of violence because a lot of people are angry a lot of people come from hard lives and you know it's a constant struggle yeah um so i, I think I, I don't know i think there just needs to be more a little bit more um i guess uh display you know or just let people know more of, of the efforts that are being put into um into yeah. these issues no, yeah, definitely, and, uh, and you know, people need to know that they can get involved, you know what I'm saying, any way that they can, like, just go to their local community organization, you know, I mean, Little Village itself has, like, a bunch of them, man, like, four or five of them or something, maybe they're the biggest ones, shout out to, 
El Vejo doing environmental justice in the neighborhood. I know they just got the, the coal plants closed over on Pulaski. Got Biba on the block who does a lot of, no, I'm sorry, uh, Beyond the Ball does a lot of programmatic work, you know what I mean? Like a lot of sports um, uh, stuff with youth. Um, UP, Universidad Popular, over on Hamlin in 28. Um, they're doing a lot of good stuff. They have a beautiful space, man. They do a lot of popular education. Um, TSEP on the east side, doing a lot of, um, you know, sort of peace talks, you know, nine, and exploring ideas of nonviolence and stuff. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff, man, a lot of stuff going on. Um, I'd, I'd like to see more, like, I'd, I'd wish I wish that like it was a requirement for students in like schools to be to engage in like sort of like service projects you know like in the neighborhood like I would like I wish like you, you can't graduate high school like unless you come up with like a good service project for your neighborhood you know and like I don't know something like that you know like because youth have a lot of energy man and, and and you have to expose them to these ideas and give them experience like in these things when they're young. Definitely, um, man. Yeah. Um, so then, we violence is uh, an issue. Um, yeah. what, what other issues? Right. Do so we cover? we do violence prevention. Mm -hmm. um, another one is the organizing and advocacy department. So that's the department that I work under, and yeah, that's uh, just basically um, organizing. You know, the different campaigns uh, that are going on right now. There's a really big push uh, for uh, immigration reform. So we're really hoping to, you know, mobilize our base uh, around that. Um, there's work being done around getting an elected school board um, also uh, in the city of Chicago. So currently, um, Chicago has a appointed school board, which um, means that, uh, and, and all other cities in, 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 in the state have an elected school board. And so that basically means that Ram can decide who's who's on the on the school board and and you know when decisions about you know closing down schools and this or that I mean it's really hard to hold them accountable you know what I mean because they're appointed by the mayor they're not actually representing um, our interest so I think the idea is to to get an elected school board to have the people of the city elect who is representing them on the school board so that's that there's a, a bunch of stuff man I'm sure I'm. I'm missing out with the organizing and advocacy. We do, uh, there's a program called Grow Your Own, GYO, and the idea there is to have uh, uh, people from the neighborhood. Um, we help people from the neighborhood become teachers so that they could stay in the neighborhood and teach our kids because uh, we feel like there's a big um, disconnect sometimes, you know, when, when teachers from other communities come in, maybe they don't understand the experiences of their students. Um, so, we, so so the push is to have people from the neighborhood become teachers and, and stay here. Um, what else? I know there's an economic development department. Um, and so what they do, they handle um, any sort of like developments that are going on in the neighborhood, like new constructions, new, um, in, new housing development, like new, you know, things like that. Um, they, they represent the organization in those conversations. Um, also, do, 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 what else? I, think I know I'm forgetting one. I don't know, man. I think I'm forgetting one. But yeah, yeah there's definitely right. a lot of things. I mean, um, it's, it's great that there's those programs available and the, the resources are there for the people that need them. Yeah. Um, but uh, we were just talking about this actually before we started recording. But 
you know, uh, there's also things just to organize the community, just to bring everybody together, like this, uh, this, this event that's happening tomorrow, which is the Via Palooza event, right? Um, if you want to go ahead and talk about a little bit about that. Yeah, for sure, man. Oh, uh, no, we good, brother. We good. Um, so the thing, uh, yeah, man, so that's the cool thing about Via Palooza, I think. Um, uh, so, so with all of these efforts, right, like everything, you know, violence prevention, organizing and advocacy, all this stuff, going down to Springfield, talking to legislators, da, 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 da. In my opinion, what we try to do year-round um, you know, something like Via Palooza, the Little Village Music Fest, I feel like they're able to accomplish this sense of unity and peace and like togetherness in the neighborhood in like one day, right? By just throwing a big ass party, dude, like a big music festival, man. And, and this is the third year that we're gonna do it. Um, the first two years have been incident free. Um, it's been peace, it's been all love. And I think it's a beautiful thing, man. And again, right, it's something else. That, you know, you don't have to throw a lot of money at. You don't have to, you know, it's just providing a space for people to come together. And, and I think it's a beautiful thing. We didn't have it in the neighborhood when I was uh, younger. I'm glad that, you know, there's there's a new generation. I feel like there's a new generation of little villagers coming up, you know, in, involved in, in different programs, you know, getting to witness uh, things like Via Palooza, getting to witness all sorts of events. And I think it's a beautiful thing, man. I think it's going to impact the way they look at the world and man uh one of the greatest things that i've seen come out of this is just like the positivity and the the acceptance for all sorts of artists to be involved in the mm. community type thing i like i know um you know herman who mm. who i know was really involved this year you know and he's a great like graffiti artist yeah and he, he made that mural which was great man and just all the musicians you know uh all the musicians that get to be a part of this, like upcoming musicians, people who've yeah. been putting in the work, you know, to like get their name out a little bit. It's great because it's just, it's just good to provide, you know, that's that space for yeah. those people because it, it promotes uh, that idea of like, maybe you can just follow the things you want to do and, you know, slowly yeah. get better at them instead of trying to push everybody into, you know, yeah. something they might not want to do. No, yeah, and, and that's the thing, man. I think when you think of Little Village, man, we're sitting on a gold mine, you know, and that's something that organizing has really allowed me to see, man. I mean, you have so many people here, man. Talk about building up a local uh, base, you know what I mean, for whatever art project, music project, whatever thing you want to do, man. I mean, why more people don't just focus on the neighborhood and do, like, local stuff? I mean, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? As the saying goes, you got to be hood famous before you could be world famous, you know what I'm saying? And I honestly believe that, man, so... This is a call. I'm calling out all the artists, all the musicians. You know what I'm saying? Anybody doing projects, man. You're sitting on an 80,000 people gold mine. You know what I'm saying? If y'all can't see that, man, you guys are asleep. You got to wake up. It's great. Well, man, this has been this has been awesome, dude. Thank you uh, for joining me. It's uh, hopefully a lot of people can listen to this, and you know, I feel like it's definitely an inspiration to have people like you, man, who provide this. You know provide their time and their service or just their personality to help uh you know inspire people to help get people resources and to just create a better uh standard of living for the people in your community and you know if more people had this perspective you know slowly slowly uh we'll get to maybe just a better better place for the world as a whole man you know it's all about putting together those those uh positive environments of of uh you know just acceptance um and just pr uh, promoting creativity and promoting 
you know, self-love and just uh, the people who, who are happy, man. Yeah, word, man. I mean, uh, just, you know, contribute uh, to the to the community in your own way. You know what I'm saying? If it's through art, do it through art. You know, contribute to the culture, contribute to the music. You know what I mean? Like, si te gusta más el relajo, man, contribute to the organizing and the advocacy efforts. You know what I'm saying? Like, just do your piece, man. Be engaged, and and that's it. You know that I, I think I think that's it, man. Little village, little villages can be uh can be the promised land. You know, I don't see why not. So. All right, thanks, man. All right, brother. This concludes our broadcast day. Good night. And God bless America.